hello, everybody. Oh, today is Tuesday, August 25th, 2015. This is Getting Geeky, and I am your hostess, Miranda Janelle. It seems to me like I have to screw something up with every show. Almost every show. It's amazing. You know, sometimes I've got a cable plugged into the wrong place and, and I missed it in my, you know, uh, when I'm checking. Um, you know, sometimes I've got a channel muted. Sometimes I just flat out hit the wrong button or, or I've left a channel muted. Or... There's always something. Uh, but tonight, what did I screw up tonight? Uh, about five minutes, no, actually now, about ten minutes ago, I grabbed my iPad. I thought I had charged it. I had not. And I actually run the soundboard from my iPad. So in the last five minutes, you know, I've, I've got five minutes before I go on air. And, uh... <laughs> And I got to figure out, okay, how am I going to do this? Uh, how long is this iPad going to take the charge? Is it going to be up in time to start the show? Yeah, that's fine. I can just throw a bunch of uh, a bunch of our promos into uh, VLC and and uh, uh, got to get the imager in there and then the theme and just let it run out. It's not how I normally do things, but that will work. And uh, why did I choose VLC instead of iTunes or instead of any other you know, player, uh, very simple reason, uh, with VLC, you can actually change the output device. Uh, so that's, that's, that's one of the, uh, that's one of the, the major perks to using VLC as a media player, especially if you're going to be doing, um, you know, doing a live show and you want to make sure that things go through your mixer and, and the whole nine yards. Uh, <laughs> now had I actually opened up the Skype lines and played things with my, with my current setup, uh, if, if I were to play something while I have Skype callers, uh, Skype callers wouldn't be able to hear it, which is why I like running it from, uh, the iPad because, you know, then, then it's another, uh, then, whoop. That was not my earrings hitting the microphone. That was just my moronic self. Anywho, uh, enough about my setup. Uh, I have a setup that it, it, it has been working for me for, uh, well, I gosh, I don't know. What month is it? August? August is eight, right? Yeah, so it's been working for the last 15 months relatively unchanged. Uh, so why mess with it now? Hmm. Not going to. It works. <laughs> Except for when I forget to freaking charge the iPad. Ah, oh, I am not going to let that get to me though. Let's uh let's jump into this. Alrighty, on this day in nineteen sixteen, United States President Woodrow Wilson signed the National Park Service Organic Act into law. The Organic Act established the National Park Service as an agency of the Department of the Interior, which, if you ask me, 
is pretty funny because parks are usually found outside. Seriously, you shouldn't park inside. What if you leak oil and coolant and all that all over the carpet? Who wants to deal with that? Wait, I was talking about something serious a minute ago. Where was I? I'll just move on to the next one. All right. This next one, it gets a little timey-wimey, depending on where in the world you are, but seeing as how the subject of it actually launched in the United States, I'm going to say this one counts on this day in 1981. Rachel Bilson was born. Wait, crap. Sorry. I, uh, I jumped ahead to the birthdays. Uh, <laughs> back to the timey-wimey stuff. On this day in 1981, Voyager 2 made its, cl- made its closest approach to Saturn. And eight years later, to the day, that's 1989, if you're bad at math or you've already tuned me out. I, I seriously wouldn't blame you if you've already tuned me out. But uh, So on this day in 1989, Voyager 2 made its closest ap- approach to Neptune. How the hell did those rocket scientists make that happen so perfectly? I mean, seriously, there's more to come from the Voyager program in just a bit, but uh, here's a little preview. Three events, all on the same date. It's pretty incredible. Whew, I got to take a drink before this next one. Uh, And probably clear my throat, too. So uh, just bear with me just one moment. Alrighty, in, on this day in 1991, a computer scientist named Linus Torvalds posted this post to the com.os.minix newsgroup. Hello, everybody out there using Minix. I'm doing a free operating system. Just a hobby. Won't be big and or won't be big and professional like new. Uh, for 386 and 486 AT clones. This has been brewing since April and is starting to get ready. I'd like any feedback on things people like or dislike in Minix, as my OS resembles it somewhat. Same physical layout of the file system due to practical reasons, among other things. I've currently ported Bash, version 1.08 and GCC version 1.40 and themes and things seem to work. This implies that I'll get something practical within a few months and I'd like to know what features most people would want. Any suggestions are welcome, but I won't promise I'll implement them. Smiley emoticon. Linus and then he gives his email address. P.S. Yes, it's free of any Minix code, and it has a multi-threaded file system. It's, it is not portable. It uses 386 task switching, etc. And it probably will never support anything other than AT hard disks, as that is all I have. Frowny emoticon. All right, as I said, that was posted to com.os.minix on this day in 1991. What I have just read is 
the announcement of a little operating system that we know today as Linux. And many of you listening to, excuse me, there are probably, (laughs) see what happened there is I didn't write it very well and now I'm trying to go off script and do this live and it's just not working for me. It's just not working for me. But many of you out there are listening to me flub my way through this on a device running Linux right now. Uh, uh, that That would be you. Uh, Android users, I'm not sure if you're aware, but Android is based on top of Linux. And in fact, there's so many things out there. Uh, Linux is even showing up in the car these days. It's just, you know, it's it's from from toaster to cell phone to automobile. Um, And hey, it still is a marvelous operating system to run on your uh, computer and or server. All right. Now, for the record... Linux has since become highly portable, uh, hence running on a toaster, a refrigerator, a car, maybe your laptop, your desktop, a server, uh, your phone, you know, who knows what else. I mean, it's seriously all over the place these days. Uh, And it does support a wide variety of storage media, not just AT hard disks. (laughs) All right. Um, I've got... A fair number of stories about Linux. I've, I've, I'm sorry. I already opened it, Kitty. Thank you, though. Um, <laughs> where was I? All right. Got such a helpful roommate. He's awesome. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, Linux stories. Um, I've got a number of them. Uh, but I will, I, I will just start out. Uh, uh j- just one, real quick. I remember. It was either 91 or 92. No, it had to have been 92. Uh, I remember picking up a uh, computer magazine at Costco while I was with my parents. And, uh, and uh, wait, that doesn't sound right. Magazines at Costco? Huh. Maybe part of this memory is getting mixed up. Maybe we were actually at the computer. I don't know. I, I seem to remember us being at Costco and... Yeah, 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 they sell they they sell magazines at Costco. All right, all right, memory intact, perfect. So I I, I picked up a computer magazine. I think it may have been Byte at the time, um, but I remember reading about this operating system called Linux, and it sounded really really neat, and I really wanted to play with it, but my dad wouldn't allow me to install it on our computer. So you know what I did? A couple of years later, I built my own computer. Because a couple of years later, I had money of my own, and I started buying the parts, and I built my own computer. And I turned around and actually ran FreeBSD on it instead of Linux. <laughs> but I eventually started using Linux. <laughs> oh, I've always loved operating systems. All right. I, uh, <laughs> I'm so far off script at this point. <laughs> oh, all righty. In an article titled, NASA Spacecraft Embarks on Historic Journey into Interstellar Space, over at NASA.gov, explains how scientists have determined the next date. Uh, 
On this day in 2012, Voyager 1 became the first man-made object to enter interstellar space. The article includes details about a very fortunate coronal mass ejection, uh, which provided scientists with the additional details or the additional data they needed to calculate uh, plasma density surrounding the craft as it does not have a plasma sensor on board. The scientists used the new information uh, to work their way back to August 25th, 2012, when the data from uh, onboard se- when the data from onboard sensors would have been consistent with entering interstellar space. Now, I know how to do a fair bit of higher math. But damn, that just sounds like some gnarly calculations. <laughs> now, while Voyager, <clears throat> excuse me, while the Voyager two flybys could be planned uh, to occur on August twenty fifth, scientists could not have predicted when Voyager one would enter interstellar space because we didn't know where the boundary was until it was actually crossed. The can uh, just the 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 coincidence of two crafts and three different events occurring on the same day uh, of the year is just beyond awesome to me. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm getting uh, the flashing lights over here. I, I, I think that means that my time is up, folks, but uh, you've been a wonderful audience and uh, I'll be here all week. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> see you later, kitty. <laughs> you guys know what that means, right? Wait, that's the wrong one. (laughs) Ah, we got to say goodbye to the cat. Uh, And while we're doing that, why don't we head over to nationaldaycalendar.com? That way I can find some holidays, you know. Maybe we'll get a dessert that I can be really angry with and, and, uh, and, and end up making inappropriate comments that, that, I later end up regretting and hope no one ended up uh, correlating to things I said prior in the show. I really hope you don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I embarrassed myself last week. (laughs) Hey, the tab is suspended. This, uh, This reloading of the tab is brought to you by the Chrome extension called The Great Suspender. It's really fantastic. Um... Uh, if you leave a lot of tabs open like I do because you're constantly going back and forth between them and pulling various bits of information, sometimes having all of those tabs running can uh, uh, do quite terrible things. No, no, not quite terrible things. Jeez, what are you even saying? You don't even know half the time. Uh. <laughs> No, uh, it can cause your memory usage uh, to go up. So an extension like the Great Suspender is uh, uh, definitely something for you to check out if if you are a uh, chronic tab user. All righty. We've got four of them today. Look at that. All right. Let's start off with, uh, hey, this one looks like it's going to be my favorite, folks. National Whiskey Sour Day. I can only guess how we'd celebrate with that one. You guessed it. Have a whiskey sour. And uh, the thing with this side is they always seem to suggest a hashtag. And National Whiskey Sour Day is no exception with the very long hashtag National Whiskey Sour Day. Come on. Well, why not just 
hashtag whiskey sour day you know like why do we got to put national in there i know it's very u.s centric and and uh yeah i don't know whiskey sour sounds pretty good right about now all right what's next up on the list Ooh, i like this one it's national kiss and makeup day oh how cute you guys you guys uh really should go check out national daycalendar.com slash national hyphen kiss hyphen and hyphen make hyphen up hyphen day hyphen august hyphen 25 wow that was long i think i need to tweet that out (laughs) they got a very cute little hand drawing of uh uh two fingers you know they got little faces and hair and and it looks like uh there's a little embrace between them but they they got a nice little kiss and makeup it's 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 quite cute i would uh definitely check that out but that's 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 really adorable all right uh national kiss and makeup day i think that's that's pretty uh self-explanatory but uh hey you know just stop arguing with people find 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 a way to resolve it just just you know give each other a smooch come on you know you want to all right uh and uh as yep there's a kiss and make update hashtag as well look at that the official way to celebrate according to the site is let's find a way to resolve all the different or resolve the differences and celebrate with a new start okay yeah, basically what I said. Hey, these things are kind of predictable. But I like predictable holidays. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> it's National Se- Second Hand Wardrobe Day. Okay. Um, I, I, I suppose a good way to celebrate today would be to, uh, if you are a person of means, uh, donate something to a, a, a thrift store or consignment store, maybe, um, you know, that, that, that would be a good way. And, uh, and if, well, see, no, I'm just going to go on. Um, yeah. Donating is a fantastic way to uh, celebrate the day. And, uh, yep, secondhand wardrobe day. Definitely hashtag. Always got to be a hashtag. <sighs> I think I'm just going to stop mentioning the hashtag. But we'll do at least one more hashtag because the obligatory dessert, dessert post. Today's National Banana Split Day. Let me guess. Yes, celebrate by having a banana split. All the sugar. There's a dessert every day. I'm I'm just gonna peek, you know. In fact, I'm not gonna peek ahead. I'm gonna peek back. Uh, yesterday was Peach Pie Day. Sunday was National Sponge Cake Day. Uh, Saturday, National Pecan Tort Day. Um, the 21st National Spumoni Day. Wait, was the 21st Friday? Did I actually have Spumoni on National Spumoni Day? That would be interesting. I think it may have been. Yes, Friday was indeed the 21st. Holy crap. Who would have thought that that, that uh, going out to dinner uh, uh, with my best friend would end up having me inadvertently celebrating one of these national holidays that, that celebrate desserts and I clearly uh, 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 disagree with because I see sugar as the enemy. Uh, it certainly is for me. I have to be very, very careful. Um 
Yes, yes. Alrighty. That's going to do it for nationaldaycalendar.com, but I, I, I thank them for providing us uh, with the list of today's uh, four holidays. Once again, they are Whiskey Sour Day, Kiss and Makeup Day, Secondhand Wardrobe Day, and Banana Split Day. All right. How about, uh, how about some of those birthdays? All right. Well, first and foremost, I would like to say happy birthday to Adam, the Salesforce product manager from that webinar I had to watch earlier today. Actually, it wasn't really a webinar. It was more of a product announcement, but uh, it turned out that one of the product managers, it was his birthday. So happy birthday, Adam. And Justin Upton is currently with the San Diego Padres, and he is a damn fine ball player, if I do say so myself. If my dad was here, he would talk about how much he would love it if uh, Justin Upton was a Dodger, because every single ball player that my dad and I agree are great ball players. He always inevitably ends up saying he wishes that they were a Dodger. <laughs> Ah, that's my dad. <laughs> but we're talking about just an update. Update? No, not just an update. <laughs> Justin Upton. He is celebrating his 28th birthday today. Alrighty. Did you hear the gossip girl? Well, we've all accepted that it's hard to truly know. The age of Adeline. But Blake Lively, who plays her, is 28 today. I have it on good authority that there are no Green Lantern candles on her cake. <laughs> this member of the I'm way more familiar with your dad's work club, Rachel Bilson, has the privilege of acting or has had the privilege of acting opposite Hayden Christensen, playing an emo character with strong supernatural powers, while Samuel L. Jackson tries to teach him the consequences of being reckless. No, we're not talking about Star Wars, we're talking about Jumper. Alright, seriously, Miss Bilson, you and Natalie Portman should start a club, but maybe finish enjoying your 34th birthday first. Alrighty, here's another member of the I'm way way more familiar with your father's work club, Alexander Skarsgård. I'm sorry, I really don't remember who you were in Zoolander, and that's the only movie of yours that I've actually seen, but happy 39th birthday anyway. Alright, last week, I could only identify Billy Gardell by connecting him with... Melissa McCarthy. Now, the first time I remember seeing Ben Falcone was when Melissa McCarthy put the moves on him uh, aboard the airplane in Bridesmaid. And I was all sorts of happy when I found out that they're actually married. Happy 42nd birthday, Ben Falcone. She's a model an actress, and a clothing designer. And today, Claudia Schiffer is also 45. Now, I wonder if Rachel Ray had to bake her own 47th birthday cake. Hmm. Happy birthday, Rachel Ray. All right. 
<laughs> oh, I'm really going to go for it with this one. Alrighty, at 54 years old, I wonder if Billy Ray Cyrus is sneaking some snacks and singing, but don't tell my heart, my achy break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Uh, wait, that's, uh, that's not how the song goes. Moving on. It came from Charlie in his chocolate cake factory and was cut by Edward Scissorhands, but surely Batman and the big fish loving penguin himself agree that Tim Burton is blowing out 57 candles. <sighs> I was listening to Elvis Costello while I worked today because I was hoping it would inspire me to write something awesome in celebration of his 61st birthday. Unfortunately, I came up short, but... Really, I came up on top because his freaking music rocks. So, happy 61st birthday, Elvis Costello. <sighs> Alrighty. <laughs> Sometimes as I'm scanning ahead on some of these, I realize what I'm about to put myself through. <laughs> so, I'm going to... I'm going to run with this one. Alrighty. To celebrate his 66th. <clears throat> to celebrate his 66th birthday, Gene Simmons just might be singing, I want to rock and roll all night because it's my birthday. No, no, not even close on that one either. All right. You might call him an actor, but I primarily know him as a daytime TV host and a game show host. How many years is Regis Philbin celebrating today? Your choices are 80. 81, 84, or 87? 84 years. Final answer. And we have a winner. Happy birthday, Regis Philbin. Once again, that was 84 years. This untouchable might ask if I expect him to talk. But I say, no, Mr. Connery. I expect you to have a happy birthday. Sean Connery, the extraordinary... The, the extraordinary gentleman himself is celebrating 85 years. I knew I forgot someone. Here I am. I, I'm looking at this and I just see, oh, there's Rachel Shelley. And I have no idea exactly how old she is. But I first saw her in uh, The L Word uh, oh so long ago. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, more recently, uh, she made some appearances in Once Upon a Time. Actually, it's really odd that I, she's the one that I left out because it was her appearance in Once Upon a Time that got me thinking about the weird triangle that's going on in that show. Uh, so much so that I actually had to even create a, a flowchart just to keep it straight uh, in in my own mind. The, there, There is some weird stuff in there. Alrighty, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, specifically surrounding her, um, her son uh, ended up dating and fathering a child with uh, the woman who is currently dating uh, the man in which she left her husband for. It's 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 a very interesting storybook love triangle uh 
very, very, very weird. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> My head's spinning just thinking about it. Alrighty, and uh, oh, Rachel Shelley is. Uh, let's see, uh, where did it go? Where did it go? Nineteen sixty-nine. That would make her what? Forty-six today. Happy forty-sixth birthday, Rachel Shelley. Alrighty, and today also would have been Leonard Bernstein, the legendary composer's birthday, or the legendary composer, conductor, and pianist would. Uh, today would have been his birthday. Um, my personal favorite piece of his work is a uh, recording uh, uh, of Leonard Bernstein conducting the Weiner Philharmoniker uh, in the second movement of Beethoven's Seventh Symphony. Ah, oh, gives me chills just thinking about it, especially that whew, clarinet part. Oh. <laughs> I've I used to play clarinet, so I I I have an extreme attachment to that instrument. <laughs> Alrighty, I think I'm gonna go ahead and open up those uh, Skype lines because I've been I've been uh, babbling away for the last uh, half an hour or so. Alrighty, and those Skype lines are open, so feel free to call if you would like to interact with the live show. I've got a couple of ways for you to do so. You can start off by sending a tweet to at Getting Geeky MJ. You can also go to the Getting Geeky Facebook page and send me a message there. And uh, the best way for you to interact with the show is to call GabNet Live on Skype, uh, just like my pal Mark Thorner has done. Hey, you, Mark. So what got you into playing the clarinet? Uh, I was really bad at the piano, and... Um, <laughs> and uh actually it was really my dad uh my dad was a clarinet player and uh he played for uh the united states air force uh for for quite a number of years actually Did he play for the glenn miller air force band <laughs> oh he wishes <laughs> oh wow that would me i i i ever since i heard rhapsody in blue what was that wailing note, note in the beginning? That's a clarinet. Mm-hmm. And Woody Herman. I mean, Glenn Miller. I mean, it's it, Benny Goodman. I mean, it's like, it's a cool, to me, it's still a cool instrument. It's always a cool instrument. <laughs> it, it's it, it, for, it's not the hardest uh, uh, woodwind to learn how to play uh but a lot of people have uh trouble with the reed um you know i and i gotta throw it out there oboe and bassoon players um you know in england you know all 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 of the the double reed instruments yes agree that's even harder um (laughs) but uh there's there's just something about the clarinet it's it's a difficult instrument to pick up and it's it's a difficult instrument to get a good sound out of but once you do learn how to play it it is the in my opinion it is the most beautiful instrument uh in your typical symphony Alrighty, we've uh we've been (laughs) we've been joined by shout out to megan shout out to megan who's megan you don't know. I don't know. I know. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I know you know. Oh. Wait, I know. Maybe you know. I do. Uh, I don't you know. Should know. I should I know. I don't know. 
I don't know. You have the ability to know. Ooh, I like this. Ah, yes. <laughs> I like this Very, a lot. I don't know if this is what the kids would call meta, but I feel meta right now. I have no idea what we're talking about, so I'm going to move on to... Really? Really? I do try and make a concerted effort to... to you know what? Actually, I got the door open, and I know for a fact there's a kid that lives next door, so I'm going to change it up and say we've been joined by the cripple fracker. It says cripple fucker. That's right. Thank you, Johnny. That's fine. Give the man his props. <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of like... It, if that's the way I want my name to be said, say it out of respect for me. No, well, we both know I don't respect you. I know. Most women don't, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't need to, I don't need to be respected by women. Oh. <laughs> Just call me Angel in the morning. Just touch my Just call chin. me Angel of the Morning Angel. Just touch my cheek before you leave, baby. That's how you karaoke. Yeah! <laughs> wow. That just happened. Yeah, Live. Did. Live. You can't take it back. It's live. It's out there. It, it already exists. It, it, it could be taken back with a simultaneous recording failure on my part. No, it's on the internet because... Many a celebrity have accidentally tweeted out boob pictures, deleted them within two seconds, and they last forever. Celebrity. You're saying I'm not a celebrity. Uh, have you ever tweeted out boob pictures? Like my own boobs? Or... Yes, your own boobs. I mean, we, oh, just got, we just got finished talking about bras on Jim's show on Friday. Actually, the sad thing is I bet you if you look through my timeline. Yes, I have a picture on Facebook of me in my underwear. And my pirate hat. It was my pirate costume. Oh, that's sexy. The picture still exists. I'll, oh. I'll tweet it on Throwback Thursday. Bap, 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 bap. <laughs> I know. I, Patrick, this was on Twitter, so you couldn't see it. But I think you might appreciate it. I wanted a milkshake today, but I didn't know how to deal with all those boys in my yard. <laughs> <sighs> wow, Johnny. Oh, yeah. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. I I'm, I apologize in advance. I tried all day to start a fight on Twitter. Nobody would bite. It's my own fault. I spent too much time on in one day on Facebook. and <sighs> you now, know, I just, now I just want to watch the world burn. You just want to watch the world burn, huh? Want, all right. I want to destroy something beautiful. Um, speaking, speaking of Jared Leto and, and, uh, having, uh, uh, Joker quotes, you know, I haven't read the article yet, so I'm going to Phil Meyer this one, but apparently he no longer has his green hair. <laughs> For those of you not on the call, Patrick, uh, just took a drink and is attempting not to spit it back out. <laughs> And he just killed his video feed. And there he goes. Well, he, he out <laughs> up on you. <laughs> oh, how fun. How fun. We have been joined by the uh, Cripple Fracker Helper himself. How you doing? 
Are you going to refuse to uh, speak to me uh, like the cripple fracker did? Because I did not, you know, I censored uh, your name. Okay. Apparently, you okay there, Patrick? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to. I couldn't hit mute. I. Yeah, I had killed the whole thing. Okay, I'm back. I don't think Patrick's I've ever. Patrick's not used to swallowing. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jim. Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay, so I was just scrolling through uh, comicbook.com, um, and uh, I, I I just saw something I I really have to to click on. The headline is Star Wars. Anakin is one of the top 1,000 baby names in the U.S. Somebody tricked me on a headline, and when they clickbaited me because they said Darth Vader made top 1,000 names. Cheeky fuckers, don't you think? Ah, there we go. Sorry, cheeky pricks. Sorry, we're keeping it clean tonight. I'll tone down the blue just for you. I'm wearing blue. The, the article starts with, who wants to name their kid after pop culture's most famous mass murdering child slayer? I Quite mean, a number of people, actually. <laughs> my, my daughter's named after the Princess of Darkness. Ooh. There you go. I didn't know that's what it, Well, no, I didn't know that's what I read it in a book by some crazy Russian guy. Nice. <laughs> I forget his name. Tchaikovsky? Mm. Uh, oh newer it was like early 1900s guy but actually no okay sorry no i i just you know derailed it this is your story where you're going to talk about your opinions of things that you want on your show why why is that johnny because i'm just i'm just not going to derail your show because i kind of like you Okay, fine. I thought well, you were. I thought you, I thought you were going to say tonight. it again, but that's okay. You know, you know, the cripple fracker's got his. Uh, uh, got, Is there a cripple fracker here? Yeah, yeah. There's a cripple fracker. He's oh, got his yeah, hand no. up. So. Uh. You, or or is he a frickle cracker? That too. <laughs> yeah. No. It's okay. I'm white. I'm allowed to say that. I don't think it works that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I'm white. I can make fun of white no, people. He- He's white. I've seen him. Yeah. Uh, uh, he would be really bad at being Johnny White Trash if he wasn't actually white. Wouldn't that be great? Too, he can't. Though? Yeah. But he's not Johnny not White so Trash. White trash that he, not so white trash that he can actually eat a hot dog in one sitting. Oh, he's geez, white trash. Here we go. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not talking about anything. Yeah, that, that, that was a mutant hot nope. dog. I saw that picture. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, you know what? It needed some relish. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> relish makes everything better. And, and when I saw that, I thought, you know what? It, it's missing. It's relish. Well, you couldn't fit it on because the half a jar of sauerkraut yeah. was there. Like, Yeah, no shit. I mean, I, I seriously wanted to ask for a bowl and, like, just just to measure how much actual sauerkraut was there. Like, I like sauerkraut. Don't get me wrong. They went a little light on the mustard. See, here I am, 
not talking about Anakin again. I am sorry, Miranda. It's where the conversation That's went. Right. Just, yeah. just stop. I know you're Canadian, no, but no, stop no, no, apologizing. No. I, yeah, gee, no, that I gotta, was my fault. Because... I got a chip on my shoulder, and I'm pissed off tonight. You can tell because I'm apologizing more than usual. Oh, what? <laughs> but, is there is there any reason in per- particular that you are so perturbed? No, like I said, I spent too long reading Facebook in one sitting. Okay, fair and, enough. That'll and, do it. Nope, nope. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm right there. I'm right there I with you. I have my revenge planned out, though. Speaking okay. of revenge, possibly of the Sith, while, a few moments ago while we were talking uh, or attempting to to discuss uh, Anakin uh, being, according to the, the Social Security Administration, the 957th most popular baby name of 2014, uh, uh, Patrick had his hand up. And uh, uh, Patrick, did you have a point that you would like to make? Uh, yes, I, I had two items. Uh, one, my ex uh, was going to name her son Anakin back in 99. And uh, that would have been appropriate then for a big Star Wars fan. But because uh, she had a C-section and without her then-husband changed the name on the birth certificate uh, or decided against it, uh, and she never had any say-so. So was the name Anakin, but that was a thought. And then the other thing that I find interesting is the name Luke. Now, originally, people would name their kid Luke because of the biblical implications. And then, I'm assuming after 1977, it was a split between Star Wars fans who could name their kid Luke incognito and say it was based on some biblical thing, but in fact, it was they were Star Wars fans. Speaking of Star Trek, how the hell did I miss that today's Chris Pine's birthday? What the hell? Oh, that's not real Star Trek. Oh, no, that's tomorrow. No, 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 no. it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow by Mark, so... Yeah, uh, to, to your point, Patrick, um, I actually... I started wondering about uh, one of my friends... Uh, he has a brother named Luke. And I started wondering, you know, I don't know that they're a particularly re- religious family. Um, the eh, Force is a religion. I mean, it could just be a name people like, but I, you know, Anakin is such a unique name and specific to Star Wars, whereas Luke had been around literally for thousands of years. And, you know, people prior to Star Wars would have named after, you know, the uh, writer of the gospel or somebody else. And uh, after 77, they could still say that so that they didn't seem freakish. But I just wonder how many people in our eight group after 77 who are named Luke are named after... Jedi Master Skywalker. And that's an interesting thought. That's a very interesting thought. Yeah. Uh, 
in regards to the article, I wonder actually, I, I, I wonder where on the list, um, or I wonder where on where Padme would be, you know, if, 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 uh, Anakin is the 957th most popular name for 2014, uh, what about Lando? What about Lando? And what about Mace? Or Arigaria. Now hold on, hold on. With Mace, Wait. there there was a Mace that existed in the Star Star Wars universe long before Mace Windu came oh, along. Yep. Okay, as long as we are in agreement with that. Oh, yeah. That was that was one of the original characters uh, Lucas wrote in his uh, initial. I don't know if you call it screenplay, but notes about uh-huh. Star Wars. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Where's I'm, Maul on that list? A, a Maul? Uh, yeah. That I don't know. Um, I would name a boy Maul. <laughs> he was the second coolest character from the prequels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Next to the scene where Yoda fought. Next to the scene. Wait, wait. You're talking. You're you're comparing comparing a character to a scene. And, well, yeah, and, Yoda in that scene. Okay, got it. The, got the rest it. of Yoda sucked because I like my sock puppets. Wait, but Skype bouncing? Oh. Huh? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I I, oh, I I missed the mute button. I I thought I saw Skype bouncing a second ago, but it, I don't know. I may have a missed call. Eek. That's what I get for looking at other things while I'm trying to run this. Hmm. I should just be staring at you guys' lovely mugs and, 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 and hey, we lost Jim. Yeah, Jim yeah. left. Skype. Skype crapped on him. Boo. It was pure rebellion. You didn't hear him say fuck this before he left? Clearly I did not. Okay, maybe I'm just trying to start a fight that doesn't exist. I'm kidding. Aww. I know. I know. I'm having a... I'm sorry. Yeah, well, uh, see, now with Jim gone, you're going to have to apologize twice as much. You know, we, we are operating I, at a Canadian deficit. Now. I apologized aggressively. That will suffice. <laughs> <laughs> An aggressive apology counts more? Oh. Yeah, because you're not just sorry. You're sorry. Okay. God. Gosh. Wow, that was, that was the most... <laughs> I know (laughs) that apology is so aggressive. You could do nothing else, but say water under the bridge, bro. (laughs) You know, actually I'm going to try that. (laughs) I think that might be worth (laughs) some time is, and and I'll do it with my mother because it was shocked the hell out of her. (laughs) Just say something to her, do something that, would want an apology and then uh, say, I'm sorry. You can't argue with that. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> she'll just be like, it, it's okay. I, 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 I guess he really means it if he's, he's screaming it at the top of his lungs. Hey, trust me, I'm Canadian. If it's one thing we know, it's apologies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've uh, been joined by Diana. Hey, Diana. Hey. Whoa. Am I okay? 
Ooh, you're uh, you're 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 not sounding like you normally do. It's sounding oh. like you're uh, being forced through like a pinhole or something. Oh wow! Oh, let me see if I'll turn the volume up. Some. How's that? Is that better? Uh, I think it was better before. <laughs> okay. I was trying to. I muted until I was totally looked like I was all the way on. All so. right. Well, much much appreciated. Yeah. All right. Um, so my topic for tonight, I'm not entirely sure I really want to go into it. Um, it was going to be continuing education. Uh, and the reason why uh, I had that on the brain was earlier today. Uh, um, earlier today. There was a Salesforce did a uh, product announcement. They they unveiled uh, their latest updates to the interface and and how you build applications on their platform. And that is something that uh, my company and myself specialize in. And oh, Diana, do me a favor. Uh, oh, please can can you can you mute when you're moving that? Oh, okay. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, tell from the side. Yeah, no, it, it was definitely coming through. But uh, yeah, so they made the, they made their announcements today, and it wasn't anything that that took us by surprise. Uh, but just seeing the demonstration and how awesome it, it really actually is, um, what they're doing with that platform is amazing they they are empowering people who do not have a traditional programming background uh to to uh create business software um uh, but for someone like me i'm 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 watching this announcement going uh uh going on and 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 looking at this saying like okay um there's there's some areas where like i i i I need to do a little studying, you know, learn, learn how to best, uh, best take advantage of, of this feature or, uh, okay, they're incorporating this new technology that I need to learn. Um, because I'm watching some of what they're doing and I'm just watching them chip away at portions of my job. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I, uh-oh. I understand that feeling, yeah. self-driven cars. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's just like now to, to, I'm, I'm sure there's still going to be room for a, you know, for like the, the more advanced use cases and it's just going to specialize in that. But, um, or, or, you know, the, there's certain parts of my job, uh, that they made so easy that it's going to be abstracted away to other people and i'm going to have to focus on an even smaller subset of the really freaking hard to do stuff so there's you know i i just started thinking you know this is all weighing on my mind what kind of uh what kind of topic can can we get into for the evening and i started thinking continuing education uh, now, me personally, when I'm not, you know, working however many hours, uh, <laughs> I work. This and is the then, worst show ever for a high school dropout to be on. 
Well, we'll see. I, Maybe do the opposite. I have may, yeah. Uh, what are you trying to say, uh, uh, Diana? Like, well, maybe well, we'll encourage him to get educated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not such an evil thing to continue your education. Hey, I got an A plus in street knowledge. Uh, that's a very important degree to have. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you can be book smart and street dumb and uh, get yourself in a lot of trouble. <sighs> yes. Yeah, but honestly, I'm not really feeling the whole continuing education discussion. I feel like I've been obsessing over it for the last few hours as I was seeing parts of my job get chipped away at. And uh, and, and now I just want to have some fun with some friends. How's (laughs) that sound? Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, because we all know, all right, continuing education, it's important. It, it really is because if you rest on your laurels too long, um, uh, you know, they improve. Get stuck they, driving a bus for a living. I'm not that far. I'm not that hey. far. I was going to relate it to the yeah. Somebody's <laughs> got to do it. You know, that's, that's a good job. Yeah, but, but somebody's got to clean the toilets too. It doesn't mean <laughs> not anybody wants to clean the toilets. I mean, am I? I've had a job where I clean toilets. Well, at least you're not stuck in a cubicle. You know, I, I, that would drive me crazy. Actually, that that was my last job. I, I, yeah, okay. I I don't hate my job. You at least get to listen to audio content of your choosing yes, in I'm one so ear. Of that. In one in one ear. Uh, in one ear, as you go about your daily job, um, there mm-hmm. there there is a a major perk to being a medicine Hat Alberta bus driver. Yes, I, I'm actually at the point where I am constantly searching. For new podcasts, because I always catch up. And there's a dearth of, there's, there's not a dearth, I should say, of them out there. <laughs> oh, there, uh, well, I mean, there's 8 billion people in the world. There's about that many podcasts, so. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Opinions are former, like podcasts. Everyone's got them, and most of them stink. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> no. No, it, Including, yeah. uh. <laughs> No, sorry. <laughs> I thought that was the best time to plug my podcast was <laughs> when we were shitting on podcasts. I... <laughs> Especially after I said that most of them stink, including yeah, oh, ah. including <laughs> the Johnny White Trash Show. <laughs> no, uh, if you're all right, if you're looking for a yeah. new podcast because you have completely caught up and you've listened to every every single one of our uh, our fine programs here at the Great American Broadcast Network, uh, including. Um, uh, 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 other other projects that that certain hosts might be doing, uh, you know, like namely uh, midnight movie nights, maybe. Um, oh my God! Speaking of which, just real quick side tangent, the the image that that fracking cat did for our last uh, oh, episode, awesome. Awesome. the great meows defective. Yeah. Uh, that started with an idea. And he took it to places I, uh, like, he took it beyond what I was initially imagining. Uh, I am so effing proud of him. I I absolutely love that one. Uh. I, saw it, I saw it on my way in, in before I left the car. I was like, oh, because I was checking out the sound spot. I was like, I just I'm stared s- at it for a while. It was just, that's really very creative. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you brought it up because I have my phone in my pocket when I listen to yours. <coughs> Pardon me. So I missed it until, and that is awesome. Yeah. 
but so if, if you are all uh, uh, caught up on 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 your podcast and you're looking for a new one, uh, a former coworker uh, just told me about uh, it's called the Mental Illness Happy Hour. That and sounds like something I would be into. I like that. <laughs> it's uh, they. they, they they have done quite a number of uh, episodes, and they are uh, all pretty much about two hours each. So that one should keep you busy for quite a while, and I, th- I, I think you would really enjoy it. So I, I, I started oh. listening to, to one, but it's one of those ones where you um, at, at least... Uh, if I if I really get into if I really get into a show, um, there there are some types of shows that uh, you have to sit down and pay attention to. Uh, and uh, my impression from this one well, is, at least for me, this is this is one it would you know like I can't listen to it while I'm at work uh, because I end up thinking about what they're talking about rather than thinking about the problem that I'm solving. You know, uh, so usually when I'm listening at work uh i i it's not like i do anything important no no but i'm come on johnny come on come on people need to get to where they're going i don't care about the people (laughs) (laughs) i drive the bus because they pay me (laughs) and you don't crash the bus because that would hurt you not not your passengers right I crash the bus, I get a smoke break. So, small crash? Depends on how long it's been since I had a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but it may not be important to you, but it's important to them. That's, that's job security. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that's, that's the best part about unions is I'll never price out. <sighs> unions. Uh-oh. Sorry. Oh, oh, good. Uh, no, I've. I, I was worried. I, I was worried. I said priced out, and I'm like, uh oh, you're not going to price out, are you? Oh, I, no, I. My last experience with a union, they they utterly failed me, and and I still hold a grudge, mm-hmm. yeah, even e- even yeah. though I lived at the site. Um, you know, they they tore down the building that the that the union uh, offices were in and built an apartment complex, which I lived in for three years. Uh, still, still very, very angry at uh, my last union. That I really do feel like they failed me. Big time. Sounds like Teamsters. <laughs> I, Whoops, that, I say that out loud? I, I would not <laughs> That's know. That's the type of shit that can make you swim with the fishes. Maybe I'll That's find me. Whoops. <laughs> the views and opinions That's of Johnny White Trash are not necessarily the opinions of Getting Geeky, Miranda <laughs> Canal, or Gabnet.net in general. <laughs> I like when she had that right at the ready. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna live there, uh, Johnny. I mean, for, oh, you know, for, for first, we, first we nearly killed Patrick, and and, and now Johnny. All right, all right, who's next? Oh. Well, we haven't heard from Jim in a while. Well, I, I, we, we were successful with him. I mean, we full on got him off the show. Yeah. So, so who's who's next in the the oh. sniper targets? I don't know. I don't know. I say, I thought, yeah, I had to come on for the visuals. I was listening. It's like, oh, I gotta see what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> when you're just listening, it's like, wait a minute, I didn't even see that. You know? Well, but that worked for me, anyways. There you go. There you go. Alrighty. Um, yesterday I was listening to the exchange, and uh, Damien brought up something about a, a recent addition to Netflix. And that is Star Trek The Next Generation, oh, available yeah, in HD. Not ADHD. I, I, Johnny, Johnny, yeah. no, you, you, you calm down. I did not say ADHD. <laughs> okay. You do not owe me three cents. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or at least you got to, or you, if, if you're going to say available in ADHD, you at least got to say trademark Johnny White Trash. Hey, I'm I a pa- I, 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 sir, am a patron. I pay your bills. You do, and I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, uh, I bring up Star Trek: The Next Generation uh, because, at, as as Damien pointed out yesterday, it's now available on Netflix in in HD. Um, I actually checked on Amazon Instant Video as well; it's available there too. And I have no idea how long it's been available there, but um, but I went ahead and watched the the first episode last night. Uh, I am very very weak on uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Uh, I remember watching it when it originally aired, uh, but I was always an a, an original series fan. Um, I, I, it's just what I was first exposed to and and it's what was on in the middle of the night when i was a teenager uh like on a uh, channel 13 or whatever and it was one of yeah, you know i used to watch star trek the original series reruns every single night um uh so i'm a little weak when, when it comes or no i'm not a little weak i'm really weak when it comes to the next generation uh, and I'm constantly getting schooled by my roommate. Uh, <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. I, I was I was an X-Gen baby, but we're all old enough to remember that time when the TV, there was one in the house. And whatever time Star Trek The Next Generation was on, that was what was on my TV because that's what mom watched. And I had two choices, watch it or don't watch it. <laughs> You know, so I mean, now Star Trek Next Generation was good. My knowledge of Days of Our Lives is scary. Nice. We've talked about that before. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I was actually really, uh, really fortunate um, that Star Trek The Next Generation was something that we actually all did uh, watch together. You know, uh, even my mom. Now, how? how That was the problem. Go ahead. No. Go ahead, Johnny. Well, the the other problem was is my mom when, when Deep Space Nine came out. How do I put it? My mom hated the new baby, <laughs> and so there was no watching Deep Space Nine because she watched something else, like the Bionic Man and Woman TV movies, <laughs> which were also actually pretty good. All right, all right, yeah. there we go. So. Last night, I'm, I'm, I flip on uh, uh, the the TV and pull up Netflix. I almost said Netscape. Wow, 
I mean, we are talking ah. about the early 90s. So, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> it's not even Throwback Thursday. Yeah. Gosh, were you even born then? <laughs> yes. That was so long ago. <laughs> yes, I, I, I started using the internet in, like, 1991, like, or maybe it was early 92. The The timeline's a little fuzzy, but I was very early on the internet. Um, uh, so, yeah, definitely born. Uh, one thing I was wondering last night as, as I was uh, uh, pulling up Star Trek The Next Generation was how long would it be before we get an episode with Q? Because I really feel like my knowledge of Q is, you know, like I don't even know when he first appeared. I, I don't know either, but I know what you mean. Q was awesome. Very early on, if I remember. It, yeah, I want to say. Not just very early on. Uh, the first episode of Star Trek The Next Generation was Encounter at Farpoint. Farpoint. Uh, which was a Q episode. It was right there, right off the bat. Yeah. Which is <laughs> the very final episode. Went all the way back, referenced that. And I thought that was one of, that was good writing. Ah. I thought that was excellent writing. It was like perfect. Brought it first full circle, I guess. Yeah, which is how you're supposed, you know, good storytelling. So there was a time, Marin, did you remember? I don't know how it was on the West Coast, but on the East Coast, there was one time, and it was definitely the 90s, where there was just so much Trek on cable. You And you had the series at one time, you had like, Three, I think three, two or three Star Trek series going at the same time. Right. It was like Voyager, Deep Space Nine, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I Enterprise, I, I think. No, and there was, a, I think there was a little bit of Next Gen, like the last season. Maybe, yeah. So, yeah, but it was like, and the reruns, you know, and it was like, oh, it couldn't get any better than that. You know, it was like. It was Star, it was Star Trek every single place that you looked. Yeah. And I, I was liking that. <laughs> <laughs> but see that that actually it ended up overwhelming me, uh, you know, because there was so much Star Trek at that time. And and uh, I, I followed the next generation to a point, but eventually school ended up taking over and I was never able to get into Deep Space Nine, you know, because I had band, I had track, I had, you know, um, <laughs> I had all of all of these things I was doing with school and there was so much of it. I feel like I, I, I really did miss out on most of it. I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Patrick? You guys awakened a repressed memory that I wanted to keep repressed. Those were some of the worst years for me for television because not only was there crap on, but there was all Star Trek, and I never liked Star Trek. So it was just, there was nothing for me to watch. Uh, for those, I mean, yeah, I, I'm sure for Star Trek fans that you've attested, it was a mecca. It was wonderful. For me, I wanted to cry every night because there was only like one show here or there during the week I liked, and... The rest of it, I didn't ask when I picked up so much reading because there was such crap on television that I. Well, lucky for you, there were Star Trek books, too. Which I never touched. <laughs> it's like that with anything. 
there are certain years and I didn't watch, you know, during the whole OJ Simpson, I did not watch television for that whole year. I was so sick of it. I just said, you know what? Rip the cable out. You know, it, it was like, that's it. I, you know, so there've been years where it's like, God, there's nothing. Oh God, there's nothing that interests me. It happens. So, you know, you find something else reading. Reading and and at the time, I mean, we had a uh, VCR, but it was, I didn't control the television, you know, so I couldn't just pop in a movie that I wanted. Nowadays, there are so many other alternatives for all of us that there really isn't a bad year of television because you can go back to Netflix, you can, you know, everybody got Blu-ray or DVD collections and you know, so. Yeah, you know, right right now, whoa, there's some big time feedback. Uh, right right now, uh, in the lull between seasons, uh, uh, various di- various different shows. Um, using the time to catch up on a lot of shows that I, you know, I, I mean. Uh, once again, Fraggle Rock is my current obsession. I, I'm taking nostalgia to the extreme. Uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been catching up on anime thanks to Netflix. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing uh, how much content really is out there. Um, oh, just the tip of the iceberg. I'm like, oh, another thing to put on the list, you know. Now, have uh, you heard of Crunchyroll? Oh, please don't get me into that. <laughs> See, I'm not an anime guy. I I was never into anime. I like the Borg. N- N- Johnny. Uh, uh, Come on. That was funny. John, Johnny, let me tell you something. When I was a kid, we had in New York the first anime shows that showed up, which was Gigantor and Astro Boy. I was hooked. What can I tell you? I was all about Astro Boy. But these are, you know, they came to New York first, you know. Yep. We, we never got Johnny Sacco because that was a West Coast thing. Same thing with Ultraman. We never got those shows. But as a kid, I grew up watching this and knew that it was something different about it because it was all made in Japan. So, and there are times I wasn't into it because I didn't know. My goddaughter and her friends, you know, she started the anime club in uh, what's the high school of art and design, LaGuardia. All of a sudden she's telling me and her dad, my best friend, all this great anime stuff that was coming out. This was years ago. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> you know, it was like, <laughs> oh, crap. And now I'm looking at stuff now that is also, you know, it's good and bad, you know, but mm-hmm. there's just so much. It, it's, it's like, you know, you need a vacation just so you can watch this stuff. Well, it's like I said to my wife the other day when she said, they'll make a show out of anything. I said, honey, you have 500 channels on your TV. They've got to fill it with something. Oh, there you go. I, yeah, I, that's the thing, Johnny. What they didn't figure out, the, uh, the whole 500 channels, no. It's going to be how much content is going to be there for you to watch when you want it. Mm-hmm. The whole idea of channels now I think is irrelevant. Unless you're, yeah. you still want to go by that, Pat. You know, the well, uh, I mean, every channel, not every channel, but almost every channel seems to have some kind of on demand service now through their exactly. website, through something because 
That's, I mean, and if they don't, like, I mean, who the hell, who here, like, seriously watches live TV? Unless it's something very special. Yeah, unless it's something very special, unless it's sport. I can't remember the last time. I I can't DVR live sports. I have to watch, you know, sport live. And sports, the only reason I have cable is because I haven't found a good online hockey thing yet. But, no, I mean, we live in a world where by appointment television, I'm not going to say it doesn't exist, but it's pretty close. Now, if you have Twitter open you can and it's the season, it. yeah, yeah, but if it's the season finale of Game of Thrones and you don't want it spoiled for you, better tune in. Or get the you know, hell off the internet. Yeah, how did how now? Let's be honest. What of those two options? Which could actually happen? Tuning in live or staying off the internet? I think it's important to get off the internet every once in a while. Uh, no, that's a terrible uh, idea. Go to Johnny White. Chat. <laughs> hey, I I did I did just say that you could survive without appointment television. I'm you oh, yes, know, hello yes. first world problems. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that milkshake brought all the boys to my yard. <laughs> yeah, Patrick. <laughs> or you can be like me, and you don't care about spoilers. You watch stuff anyway. I I I am one who doesn't care about spoilers. I, I me either. I doesn't bother me. That much. I I love the movie Gone in sixty seconds. I'm not going to spoil any. Oh, well, I'm going to spoil Gone in sixty seconds. Is that okay? It took it's more than sixty seconds. Oh snap! But. uh <laughs> Gone in 60 seconds. My buddy, right right when he lent me the VHS to watch it, because I hadn't seen it, says, as I grabbed it from his hand, he says, oh, by the way, they wreck his Mustang in the end. And I'm like, huh? That doesn't make sense. And then I watched the movie, and I'm like, oh, the Mustang. Oh, they're going to wreck that. <laughs> but now, it, it was which... one of my favorite movies for a long time, even despite knowing the end. Which Gone in 60 seconds are we talking Nick Cage and Angelina okay. Jolie. There we go. Her name just sounds like a song when you say it. Hey, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> or is that just me? I know. I know. <laughs> Finding Angelina Jolie yeah. attractive is not in vogue anymore, but I still do it. Oh, come on. No, no, she's not in vogue anymore. That's not what the hip kids like anymore. Oh, you like oh, that? Who gives a crap? Be your own person. Yeah. If you're attracted to Angelina Jolie, be attracted to Angelina Jolie. Johnny, do you really? I mean, hell, I would crawl in bed with the two of them. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie about it. If 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 Brad if Brangelina says climb on in, I says okay. Going to make a little Johnny sandwich. That's okay too. <laughs> I love it when you're on the show, Johnny. Half the time, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Mark, you, you had started to ask a question. No? Okay. Uh, I, I do have a, a question for Johnny. Did you bring up Crunchyroll because you were listening to Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks and you learned about it from Annalise? No, I've known about okay. it for a long time. See, I listen to a lot of podcasts that try and sell you underwear and anime and bed mattresses and <laughs> everything else that podcasts try and sell you that I make fun of now, even though I still listen to the podcasts that sell you that shit. But no, Crunchyroll I've known about for a long time. I've never taken the plunge. Um, 
Strictly because here's why I don't get into anime. Because what I really need is a how-to guide. The problem is, you know, I mean, you know me, you know, the mainstream goes, not the mainstream, the majority of my circle, my echo chamber goes one way. And for some reason, I don't go the same way as everybody else. Everybody thought Guardians was a great movie. I can respect that you guys liked it. So I thought I was going to have to hang up on you again. Uh, it, it, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It I'm, was a movie, of course. I, see, I've been called. I've been called out uh, for, I, for I making use of the the hang up. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I only get that when I down talk our Lord and Leader Tim Horton. <laughs> that was on Jim's show. That wasn't on mine. Fair enough. But anyway, um, no. But with anime, I kind of need somebody who knows what I like, so that they can tell me, oh. You like this, 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 and this. You would like this, 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 and this. So, so far, I like for an black a- butt. You're looking for an anime spirit guide. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Like, uh, I mean, I, uh, I, I, I wish, like I Mark would, said, there's too much of it. How do you know where to start? Yeah, I, I, I wish I could be that person for you, but I just, you know, I, I've had I've had friends that have been telling me, oh, you, you got to watch this, you know, Yep. They, I like Full Metal Alchemist and Black Butler. Yeah. If anybody has any suggestions based on those two, send them to me on Twitter. Do you have any suggestions, Patrick? Well, one, there's only one anime show I've ever watched in my entire existence, and that was Voltron when I was growing up. Um, beyond that, what I never understood with anime I still can't, and I've, I've read up on it. I hear people talking. Um, I see things. I cannot, and I know this sounds bizarre because I can take the Star Wars universe as a reality, but I cannot get past a lot of the animation that is done for anime with the bizarre-ass hair and costumes and exaggerated uh, body styles. It just, there's something in my brain that doesn't allow that shit in, and I just can't deal with it. And the storylines, they don't make up for it. So, like Pokemon. I tried to watch Pokemon because when I, right, but Mark, when I lived with kids, I tried to watch it because they could explain what was happening because they lived in that world. And even. But you know what, Patrick? I got to tell you something. Sorry to interrupt. I'll use another example. This is my goddaughter, Dragon Ball Z, when that came out. Well, she showed me the unedited Japanese, you know, the raw episodes. And I'm looking at what was edited. You know, it was presented. You got two different things here. It's like, wait a minute. Why aren't they just, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, like really stupid censorship. So, yeah, I can understand. But there were same. There were some also things, I think, also with Pokemon. But I, I get it because even I was scratching my head. It's like, OK, there were a couple of things in Pokemon, which I thought were really funny. You know, uh, the brother and sister bad guys who kept, you know, when they failed, 
Team Rocket, you know. Um, but there are other examples now that um, I can tell you, you know, I, I can probably point you somewhere. It's like, and you'd be surprised. It's like there's a depth of there, of stuff there for every... I can't deal with the animation. That's, that's I, the thing. The, the style of animation just drives me absolutely nuts. And that, I, and that is one of, the, one of the reasons I've had a hard time with, um, with the Star Wars cartoons is even though those aren't done in an anime style, I just can't... I guess cartoon and animated stuff beyond a Disney movie, for me, is a waste of time. I can sit and watch Lion King or Beauty and the Beast or Cinderella, and I can enjoy the shit out of the animation as an animated feature. But you put a, uh, a half-hour show in front of me or an hour or a two-hour movie that's not Disney, I can't do it. You know, and I, I tried South Park, for about a year, because I liked the jokes, I liked some of that, but I just, after that, I gave up because I couldn't stand watching something animated. It has to be live action for me to deal with it. So, that's it. I, I'm a cranky old man. Patrick, when you say you like Disney, was did, did you like the one where Disney had... You know that one about the mom? Oh, God, Johnny, again. You know, the thing is that I find weird is I'm starting to think I stumbled across this, and this might be my thing, because I went I went and Googled the Disney mom conspiracy, and nothing really came up. Okay. Um, but Disney hated moms. There's a... F- there's a role of mothers in Disney media Wikipedia page. Who are they? I will Google uh, this. Um, let's see. Uh, categories of mothers, no or absent parents, uh, wicked stepmother, mother killed and or captured. Uh, there are some biological mothers uh, and adoptive mothers. But, but well, yeah, there's a lot of evil stepmothers. Yeah. Well, everyone knows that stepmothers are evil, right? I mean, that's what that's, that is yeah. what Disney taught us. I mean, yeah, but there, there's a touch of crazy. And, and my wife, I heard that some of them are even axe stepmother. Ma- yeah, uh, is she an axe murderer too? Um, well, I'm still here, so I guess not yet. <laughs> Wait, was it? No, you marry axe murderers. Oh yeah, so I married stepmother- an axe murderer. Yeah. Stepmother stepmothers are aliens. That's what it is. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's the, okay. Then explain this. But yeah, the the majority of Disney movies I saw as a kid, the mom dies or was never there. What the? I'm trying to remember what movie. I used to use as an example of. Uh, a step, a step like a movie that didn't have a negative portrayal of stepmothers, and now I'm completely and totally blanking. With my luck, I'm probably. Uh, 
ha, 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 ha. Very good, Mark. Very, very good. What was the what, what was that name again? Superman. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> okay, Martha Kent's a perfect. Okay. Um, I just thought I just thought it was gothic storytelling for Disney. You know. Yeah. Um, but then again, you got Bam. You know, it, it, I think it, it has to they do. Shot with, Bambi's mom. Yeah, but I think that's the way how they, you know, what's low, what's really bad. You know, you have to get into the mindset of the of, of the writer's room with Walt in charge. What's the worst thing that could happen? The mom dies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's give a really evil step, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. Don't forget, these are people that grew up at a time. They were going yeah. through the Depression. You know, the world, well, like the world now. Uh, probably wasn't that nice a place. And, you know, they wanted to make a good entertaining yarn. So. Well, and I mean, at that time, if your wife died, you went and got another one right away to, you know, be traditional mom, right? Because a single dad can't look after his kids. He didn't look after them when they were alive. This is, this is the 1920s, right? Like, you know, dads went and did, you know, your traditional dad stuff. Now, I'm not trying to apply gender roles to anything here. I'm glad you said that. But I can. <laughs> well, you back then you definitely had gender roles. Where, you know, well, yeah, and and that's the world that was that was then. And so when you have people from that era, you know, what what is the worst thing that could happen? Well, you didn't really know your dad because he was working all the time or doing whatever. So, yeah, your mom goes, your whole world is over. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. Makes sense. Makes a little more sense now. All righty. But I still want to see a decent Disney mom movie. Now, I haven't seen all the Disney movies, so I know there's got to be some out there. Do you want to include Pixar into this? Yeah. yeah, Toy Story. Yeah, oh my God, oh, the Incredibles, good one. Great. I love the, oh, the yeah. shorts, yeah. Jack the Attack yeah. shorts. Yeah, the That's the best part of that whole movie. Yeah, or Disney's Fantastic Four, as I've been calling it. You know, yeah. it's like what the perfect Fantastic Four, the Incredibles. Well, no, it, it it sold tickets. I don't know if you want to call it Fantastic Four, but um, uh, I'm honestly going to go see. This new Fantastic Four, because there's no way it could be as bad as they say it is. <sighs> I wouldn't go that far. Like it, you, you know what I mean? It's just when you hear what that sound, it's Johnny Scalpel opening up a wound in my arm, you know. <laughs> you know, that's my favorite comic book. That's, oh. that's probably the comic book I learned how to read with was the Fantastic Four. My hero was Ben Grimm. And there's just certain things you don't screw with and with the story. And it's to me, you know, okay, I get it. They're trying to go for the ultimates, but it's like, no, <laughs> that's not what, you know, if I don't know, they, it, there's a fun aspect to it. That's the whole thing about the fantastic four. It's fantastic. Um, and it was funny, you know, um, 
See, now, when I was growing up, I didn't know much about like I knew who Fantastic Four was, but it didn't hit my local convenience store that carried 16 comic books at a time. They didn't bring in every issue. Like, you know, my prized possession at one point was an issue of Spider-Man that had uh, the eyes on the cover were holograms. Remember those? <laughs> holograms were awesome. Yeah. But anyway. Um, but the one thing I knew about Fantastic Four that from the movies I've seen doesn't seem to be doing justice is Doctor Doom really seemed like a badass. Oh, total badass. And I don't, I think if, like, you know the way that 89 Batman and even Dark Knight was more about the Joker than it was Batman? I want to see a movie that's more about Doctor Doom than the Fantastic Four in that kind of, I'm not going to use the word style, but that form of storytelling where it's like, okay, here is Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom is this badass. Holy shit. We got to stop this guy before he destroys everything. And I know all they talk about is Galactus who is some cloud or something. I'm not familiar. I, I'm sure I'll see a movie someday and Galactus is going to be this big thing, but cinematically, um, he okay. is not the thing Rise is of the silver surfer, Johnny. <laughs> Yeah. They've already made a Fantastic Four movie featuring Galactus. Well, you sort of saw. I know, but it was like a cloud. Like it was. Yeah. But you see, the thing is, he was scary in that movie. Uh, this, this is my perception. What the what the Guardians of the Galaxy the movie did it to me opened up the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It showed people this is what we're looking at here. The Fantastic Four should have been the one that did that. You know, and I was like, ah. Oh. I mean, I'm happy for Guardians. Don't you know? Don't get me wrong, but there's just so many good stories in there, and they just decided time and again not to tell the right story, and that's what bothers me. You know, it, it was like the third Superman movie. At that time, there was like 50, close to 50 years of Superman stories, and that's the best they can come up with. Well, my question for you: You're more familiar with Marvel than I am. Where's all the villains? Like the really cool villains? I wish they would use some more of them. Like, like, I mean, to me, if you're going to have an epic fight between good and evil, you have to have evil. And I think that's why Batman has always survived is because they've always used the right villain. Well, not always the right villain, you know, everybody chill. But... <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's an exception to every rule. But I mean, like Batman, I think why is the story that always stuck out is because there are all these villains and on any, you know, you know, the old term, any given Sunday, any single one of them could take out Batman. Whereas when I watch Marvel, I don't feel like there's that those badass characters, you know, I mean, except for the guy who I want my bird that I like that guy. Just because he wanted his bird. I, I, I think the next series of movies, you're going to see some some things ramp up a bit. But see, I'm confused, too, because it seems like like the Civil War storyline's coming up, right? Yeah. And it almost seems to me it's like, so you had, again, again, I'm not well-versed, you know, so disclaimer, right? But it seems like to me it's like you built all these awesome superheroes. You didn't build up any villains. So now all the super, you know, some of the super villains got to, you know, or superheroes got to turn heel so that you can have those characters go at each other and pick your side and whatever. And it's just kind of like, yeah, but 
But where's the badasses? Like, you know, like I remember watching the Spider-Man cartoon as a kid and it's like, you know, you know, uh, what was his name? Rhino, whatever. Then like, this is a cheap villain who could kill Peter Parker in one charge. Like there has to, you, you know, you can't overcome if you're already stronger than the villain, which is what Marvel seems to be doing. And that, and that's my, well, that's I, why they're losing me. I love the examples that you guys are bringing up. Um, uh, you know, the the villains in the Spider-Man universe and uh, and the Fantastic Four. And there's a simple answer to this. It's it's one that we've discussed at length many times before. It all comes down to distribution rights because Fox has the Fantastic Four and Sony's got Spider-Man. And yeah, now there's going to be some crossover, but... You know they 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 I, leveraged I, out their most uh, their their most versatile uh, properties to Fox and Sony before Marvel Studios even got a hold of everything. I predict in five years it's all going to go back uh, to Marvel Studios. You know because they're going to realize they're not they they they're, they're going to they're going to try and it's like well they're making enough well I mean. Let's just use Hulk as an example. You know what Marvel could do? Smash let's, let's box pretend. office records? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> let's pretend that Fox owned Green Hulk. Oh, shit. That's okay. We got Red Hulk. That's a totally different guy. We can use him. No, go back and to the Gray Hulk. Go back to Gray Hulk. You know what I mean? Like, there's. It's almost like, you know, you put this guy in a different costume. He's a whole different supervillain, and you can use him now. I don't. He could be. He could be. Professor Doom. Instead of Doctor. No, okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, no, that, I that's know. like the Roger Corman Fantastic Four, where they couldn't get them all, and they came up with the Watchmaker, or the you know, it was like or the Jeweler yeah. or something. It was like. Yeah, because yeah, I was about to say, don't get me wrong. Batman's got some shitty villains. Tune into Gotham to see those, <laughs> which I have no problem with because of what Gotham is. You know, G- Gotham is one of those shows where it's like, why even try and tease that you have a Joker? You know, th- there's no point in trying to bring up the Joker because he doesn't have an official origin story. So just don't bother. Now, I know everybody who's not as well-versed in comic books, doesn't understand the whole Joker showed up one day thing. But I, I okay. don't know. Speaking, speaking of the Joker, um, Mark, I think you sent this to me. Uh, it is, yeah, it's the, it's the theory of who the Joker, who the Joker who, is oh, in God. the Suicide Squad. If, I, if they go that way, I'll be surprised. I mean, I, I think they're that's a- not going that way. <laughs> so what we're talking about is there's an operating theory based on uh, based on the Batman v Superman uh, trailers and looking at at Robin's suit. There's there's a 
couple yeah, of holes in strategic it. places. And then uh, looking at the Suicide Squad trailer, uh, when we see the Joker, he's got scars that seem to line, or maybe tattoos of scars. Uh, really hard to tell, but but he's got some markings that seem to line up quite nicely with the holes in Robin's suit. So the operating theory is that the Joker in Suicide Squad is Jason Todd. See, here's where I stand on this. You guys tell me what you think. Uh, I, I say the same thing with certain uh, Star Wars fan theories. Uh, about, you know, the term fan theory in general can just fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it, you know, hey, don't get me wrong. The fan theory about Jason Todd as the Joker, hey, that's a great story. It would, it would be fun to watch. And there, there is a, there, there's already a. Con- happening. Well, we don't know that yet. We, we won't know that until they actually show us. Then why don't we just wait and watch the movie? Because it's fun to talk about it on the internet with people. Yes. <laughs> and here's 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 my support for the theory. There's already you know there's already a connection, uh, but but between the Joker and and uh, Jason Todd in the Red Hood. Yes. Um. Now. Also. Uh, in um, in the in the new Fifty Two tattoo. What's with the J tattoo? There was something that links that too. That I don't I don't know. Be, you know I only know Was that Batman Beyond with the Legion of Jokers and they all had little J tattoo. I can't remember, but the J tattoo on his face is supposed to represent something else too. And it's I'm seriously only going off of uh, personal experience and in, in reading some of the Red Hood and the New Fifty Two and knowing the identity of the Red Hood and also who the original Red Hood was. Um, so. I can see a connection there, and uh, okay. See, now, here's here's why I don't think it's going to come to pass. Because that fan theory is such a comic book fan thing, and we would love to pretend that they're making all these movies for comic book fans, but we all know how many issues comic books sell Please, they're making they, these movies to line their pockets with money. They, they want a bigger audience than just comic book fans because there's not enough of them. At least not enough paying ones. But why couldn't why couldn't you have a a Jason Todd Joker? Uh, you can if, have anything if, you want. Well, but if if you're not. Maybe maybe you're appealing to a a small section of comic book fans, but if your if your audience, you know, if your if your demographic is a much larger audience that uh, likely won't have a clue about the connection, what do you care? What do I care? No, uh, studio studio heads, you know, the the people making these these decisions. I mean, if if there's something that they could that, that they can throw in there that's going to generate a lot of uh, curiosity and buzz on the internet, make some fans happy. You know, basically create polarizing camps that are are going to go at it back and forth. Uh, uh, isn't that a solid strategy? I mean, well, we're talking about it right now. Um, yes and no. Yes, 
because that's what would happen. There would be polarizing. Like, I mean, the more some, like, I want to go see Fantastic Four simply because it's been shit on so bad. Now, I know not everybody feels that way. You know what? I'm in the same camp, too. I know. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like, Man of Steel. Like, it can't be that big, bad. Well, no, here's my big moment of realization. I avoided that movie because, well, we've talked about it. I never, I've never been a Superman guy. And everybody told me it was bad. So I just didn't watch it. It was on Netflix. I turned it on. I'm like, okay, I'll fall asleep to this and watch the whole thing. And I'm like, what's everybody bitching about? He killed Zod. It's not right. Superman doesn't kill. That's my one argument. I mean, and and, and that's all you got. I mean, he the fight scenes were awesome. And he should have taken the fight scene away from from the general population there was way too much damage and destruction but a lot of that was called by the caused by the uh, terraforming of of earth by by zod you know however when that leads directly into the next movie as a massive plot point now i don't think we'll ever know if that became a plot point after the backlash or if that was always the idea because i mean you ask any creative person hey was that always the idea well, yeah, <laughs> you know, you, you never get a straight answer out of creators. Trust me. I'm a creator. I lie to you all the time, but uh, I'm kidding. I don't. I'm no, not smart. You I, edit. I here's why I can't lie. I drink too much. And so if you're like, hey, remember that story you told us last week? Nah. But if I told the truth and say, well, what story was it? And you say, oh, Johnny, it was about that time you pissed yourself. And I'd be like, oh. Yeah, that time. Okay, so, you know, as long as I didn't lie. Look, it was a conference. I had a really long walk back to the hotel, and I just didn't make it in time, guys. I'm sorry. Judgment-free zone. We've all done it. <laughs> but, <sighs> no, okay, sorry. I went off on a tangent. Um, I didn't even notice. What I, what I think why this won't uh, appeal to the mainstream the people who didn't like the matrix because it made them think too much is people don't want to think too much. Everybody knows the Joker is the Joker. And if you release a movie that says, no, Jason Todd's the Joker, then the general public's just going to be like, Oh, Jason Todd's always been the Joker. No, he has not always been the Joker. The Joker. I don't think that they're going to actually like flat out say, you know, like Batman and and the Joker are going to have an encounter and, you know, and, 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 Jason, and, and, is that you? <laughs> you? You know, Jason, you've you've really let me down. This is not the way. Yeah, this is not cool, Jason. <laughs> I want to hear Batman say, "This is not cool." <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. I don't know. I don't know. My, I want. I heard a rumor, eighty nine Batman, that apparently when. Keaton grabbed that one punk and he's like, I'm Batman. Apparently the original script was, I'm the motherfucking Batman. I would have loved that. That just doesn't, I don't know. I I, I can't imagine that. Oh, come on. If you want to look at the Batman mythos, that movie, as great as it was, doesn't fit. I can live with that. I don't know. He killed the Joker. No, he didn't kill the Joker. He the he killed the Joker. 
if he had let go and, and just been like, I'm going to pretend to save you and then just completely let go, then yeah, I would say he killed the Joker. But, you know, the grip was slipping and he did his, he made his best effort. He killed the Joker. <laughs> I, I, I don't buy that. I, Although, I do love how when the Joker hit the ground, he had that little laugh thing in his... I love that part. All right. We're... Uh, <laughs> wow, look at the time. <laughs> hey, you so, said you wanted to have fun with friends, babe. Exactly, and I, cer- <laughs> I, I certainly did, but let, let's let's go around the table. We know how jo- Johnny felt. Diana, did Batman kill the Joker at the end of 89 Batman? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> but I don't think it was intentional if he did. Yeah, I All right. Call it that, I'm no. going to take that as a no from Diana. No. Patrick, I think I heard you starting to chime in with oh, a... Absolutely. He killed him. All right. Really? Yep, outright. Are you just being a difficult curmudgeon again? No, I, I'm serious. You think you think he actually killed him? All right, yeah. all right. I, I, I think he made a choice. I mean, that, that's what Bat, Batman is a dark character. It, there's no re, he, He's not Superman. This, this. But no, Batman doesn't kill either. Right. The only reason Batman yeah. doesn't kill is so the comic can last for 75 years. <laughs> <laughs> If Batman killed everybody, like, like, how does the Punisher have enemies? Because they come back from hell, too. Like, I mean, like, Punisher oh, wait, no, versus wait. Spawn? Oh, that was, yeah. Is that a thing? It should be. Is it? I don't know. I, I really don't know anything about there Punisher. There was a lot of crossover Spawn. shit in the wait, 90s. Wait, aren't, aren't Punisher and Spawn somehow linked? Um... No, Punisher is Marvel, and Spawn is when McFarlane started. Okay, Image. what what am I thinking? Oh, oh, is it? There was a it's, it's Daredevil that they're bringing Punisher into, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Originally appeared in Spider Man. Did not know that. I'm gonna say who's uh, now? Frank Castle. <laughs> yes. Oh, there we go. All right. Yeah. I've already admitted many times. Oh, you 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 want to talk about? I I've already got the cat calling for the revocation of my geek card because I uttered the words too much Trek. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was, I thought that was Patrick. He aimed that at. Yeah. I I absolutely I yes I, and I will I will say that proudly. <laughs> See, this is why me and Patrick get along because we're both open minded enough to know that each other's wrong. So and you two are both you two are both the one you know the the leading contenders for Batman killed the Joker at the eight, end of '89 Batman. And if you both know that you're wrong, I'm good. Hey, with that. even a broken clock's wrong, right? Twice, never mind. So okay, so I'm very clearly in the Batman did not kill the Joker. It was it, it you know sunshine and roses over here. That that's how I like to see the world. Diana like Diana Mark's has a- given it a no. So Mark. I got to ask I, you, buddy. I, I think Nicholson only signed up for one movie. <laughs> so I think that's what decided it. Uh, you, you know, he's dead. You know, it's like dead. But it's, did Batman kill him? No, you could tell the way how it was shot. Thank you. Um, but, but. There was a concerted effort, and you actually you can see the expression in his face as as he expression in his face when he's like, ah, fuck it. 
That that's yeah, the expression I saw. He could have leaped down, grabbed the Joker, used another one of his bat. Maybe Christian. What if Bale he was could, out though? Mike couldn't. What if he was out? I mean, what, <laughs> oh, okay, fate. What can I tell you? But I, I, I was just thinking that yeah, there there are things you know he has left off buildings and caught someone and uh, yeah, you know. But it's like I have to ponder this one. You know, I that, gotta go. I'm gonna that, go watch it. Again. I have to give credit to Nolan for, you know, at the end of the second Batman movie, you knew that the Joker was going straight to goddamn Arkham. You know, it was like they didn't kill him. He was just, remember, just left hanging there upside down. Yeah. And well, and but more importantly, and, you had that, that moment that called back to 89 Batman where he's falling and then all. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> and, and why it's believable that Joker went to Arkham was because his plan failed and one of the ships did not blow up. Like he got captured once, but that was, you know, all part of the plan, <laughs> but not really the plan. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> the reason why it's believable that it's like, okay, yeah, he's going to Arkham was because at that moment he wasn't ready to be caught. And that and that's why they got him into Arkham. And okay. it's a damn shame Ledger died because I think he would have played some kind of integral role into Dark Knight Rises. And I think it would have been awesome. Agreed. Agreed. And I, I have uh, uh, received a message instructing me to read the tweet. And I'm very happy that that, oh. that, that came through uh, because... Jim Browning says at Getting Geeky MJ, hashtag Batman did not kill the hashtag yep. Joker. I was going to point that out because I just saw that too. Yeah. All right. And uh, that fracking cat is freaking out because now he's got to educate me about the Punisher as well. <laughs> that fracking cat brought up a very good point that you're trying to skirt over. The Joker weighed more than 108 pounds. He couldn't have saved him. <laughs> What's the significance of 101 pounds? That's Vicky how much Vale Vicky Vale said that she weighed and yeah, yeah. you weigh more than 108. All righty. Diana, Johnny, Patrick, and Mark. Uh thank you for joining me. Jim, thank you for joining me uh when you were able. We'll get those pesky Skype issues worked out one of these nights. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Have a great night. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Alrighty, there goes our citizen panel. And let's see, over on Twitter, we've had that fracking cap. We've had Revelstoke Jim available in ADHD. We've had Jose Ruiz. And let's see, do we have any others? It does not look like any others have come in. Uh, during the show now let's let's go ahead and check the facebook page do i have anyone to to thank for sending me a message on the facebook page uh probably not i very rarely get messages there but hey i've got two notifications let's see what they are people posting to the page all righty well uh i think that is going to do it for today's show let's see let's see have i forgotten anything let me consult the notes i know for a fact i've actually forgotten something i forgot the 
Evernote auto incorrects. Alrighty, in the on the stay bit, I started typing in uh, things are getting a little timey wimey, and it auto corrected timey to time, and that was a very frustrating one to. Uh, it gets very frustrating when you're intentionally trying to spell a word that's not in its dictionary because it keeps autocorrecting it. And sometimes eh, you guys have heard me bitch about this plenty of times before. So I'm going to move on. Uh, in the birthdays, I was bringing up Alexander Skarsgård, and I mentioned I had not, uh, I, I just do not remember who he played in Zoolander, mostly because I have spent most of my adult life trying to forget the movie Zoolander. Uh, no, I haven't been trying to forget it. It's just, you know, eh, it was a movie. It was really big for a while. People quoted it a lot, and uh, then we moved on. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it auto-incorrected Zoolander to Zoolander. Not Z... Let me try that again. It auto-corrected Zoolander to Zealander. I don't get it. I really don't get it. But... It is what it is, folks. And uh, coming in just under, well, it's really going to be about five minutes under uh, two hours. Uh, that's it for this program. Alrighty, that is going to do it for our broadcast day as well. I'm the last one on tonight. But we will be back with three new citizen panels for you tomorrow starting at 9.30 p.m. with Damian Chaplin and The Exchange at 10 p.m. Eastern. <clears throat> Let me try that again. At 10 p.m. Eastern, we've got Alex Bennett's Ramble. And at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Western, Revelstoke Gym's Canadian content. I will be back on Thursday at midnight Eastern here on Gabnet, a tune-in partner. Thanks for joining me.